Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11, chapter 1st verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance in things hoped for and evidence in things not seen. One playwright wrote that it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief when no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. All right, today is March the 17th, 2018. This is Reg Clay. We've got the whole group here. Hey. Yes, I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> Deb Carriker and uh, Craig Dickerson. Hello. So, Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Hi. Reg. And luckily it's not raining. Well, I don't know if that's how if that's going to last. Supposed to last until Monday. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I'll open us up in prayer. Okay. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning, and um, waking us up with uh, Bibles in our hands so that we can uh, praise your name. We ask that you uh, touch us as we read into your Bible and um, find. Um, the wisdom and uh, the grace that you want to teach us so that we can be blessed and that we can bless others who are listening to this podcast. And we ask that everything that we say and do will be um, blessed by the love of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. So today we're tackling uh, the Beautitides, Matthew 5th chapter, <laughs> verses 3 <laughs> through 10. I'm, I'm going to keep like, what did you call it? Oh, I miss I mispronounced it. Be- the beautitides. I like that you have beauty in it. I, th- I think it sounds good the way you say it. Although that's the first way I've ever beatitudes. Heard. Beatitudes. Ah, beatitudes. Okay, there you but go. But I like that, that <laughs> you associate beatitudes. Beautitudes. beautitudes. <laughs> oh well. The definition is blessings. Yes. Right. Or the, These po- are the, or the pod challenge. Right. Right. The, pod challenge. <laughs> the blessings that Jesus shared with us during the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount. Yeah, a lot of times I've heard it just referred to as Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sermon on the Plain. It's sometimes or on the, called. Or on the Plain. Yeah. And a lot of people think that maybe this speech, which mm-hmm. is the longest speech that Jesus has in the Bible, really. I mean. Oh wow! I is, didn't know that. Is compiled based on many of his speeches mm-hmm. that they've put together because, you know, Matthew was trying to write for a very targeted audience. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that just prior to uh, chapter 5, chapter 4, verse 23, he heals the sick. He, he yep. goes through um, news about him spread all over Syria and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases. Uh, those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures, the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region all across Jordan followed him. And then he gives his Beatitudes. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit about the more historical context. Craig and Reggie brought up a couple of things at breakfast today. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Yeah. Oh. Well, shall we, shall we uh, read it? Shall we read it? <laughs> shall we read it first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's Matthew 5, and they are 3 through 11, verse 3 through 11. I'll read the first one. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay, Craig doesn't have his Bible. I'll go. Uh, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Okay. Right there. The meek. Sorry, sorry. 
Blessed are the meek, <laughs> for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And that's it. No, there's... Oh, I'm sorry. Go, uh, go, 11, go for it. Right? Oh, I think this is summarizes, but uh, this is verse 11. Blessed are you... Is that right? Mm-hmm. When we, uh, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Yeah, that's the eighth one. Mm-hmm. And it's the one that... All the ones before that are <coughs> like very general. Blessed are the, blessed are the... And then this one is, blessed are you. Mm-hmm. Because during this time in history, you know, Jesus was a revolutionist. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were were very afraid mm-hmm. of, of what he was teaching. And so well, um, the Christians were beginning to be persecuted for their faith. Well, if just anybody walked around saying the things that he said, they could easily have just been arrested. Yeah. yeah. And that would be probably the last you saw of them in your little neighborhood or town mm-hmm. and yeah. so there's it, it's kind of radical you know for, for people to be doing what christ was doing right, right. <laughs> right exactly yeah. and yeah. we talked at breakfast how like the people that he's addressing here the disciples of course mm-hmm. so that they can carry this message mm-hmm. forward but also the israelites that know the old testament backwards and forwards mm-hmm. from their studies so that we're using language here that is familiar to them the kingdom of heaven that, you know, Isaiah talks about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so should we just start to tackle the ones that we wanted to focus on? Sure. Okay. So I wanted to focus on blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so much hope there. There's so much hope in all of these. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, you know, you think about the word poor and you really think about monetary or wealth or or things like that. But Poor in spirit, you know, can have a lot of different interpretations. And I think that's one of the great things about the Beatitudes is that it it gives you room for interpretation, Mm -hmm. whereas the Ten Commandments are very black and white and dogmatic. (laughs) Yeah. A little didactic even, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) You either do it or you don't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We talked about the Old Testament, how there are rules, there are orders, as if you're, you know, in a drill, as if a drill sergeant is talking to you. Mm -hmm. And here you have... You know, there's some just peaceful language. I mean, you know, blessed are these. These are people who are as close to God as you can be. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I look at this, I think about being, you know, poor in spirit. I kind of take it as I'm, I don't have a lot of hubris. I'm not um, – the. I'm more humble. I'm poor in spirit. I'm humble, so I'm allowing God's spirit to be part of me, and I'm allowing myself to exude the spirit of, of God. Yeah, yeah, I feel that way too. Um, and also, even if you're, I mean, sometimes being tangibly poor will generate, you know, you being intangibly poor or poor in spirit. I mean, you know, sometimes you have to be humble um, to reach that, you know, um, that come to Jesus moment where you you rely on you God. rely on God exactly. I think it's interesting, and this is one of the other cool things that makes the Beatitudes um, a lot more accessible and abstract and even makes you think a little bit more is because you interpreted it as blessed of the poor in spirit like as you 
being the poor in spirit, as yeah. you being the humble person. And yet, at the same time, you could look at this and say, like, blessed are those, those others who yeah. are poor in spirit. So, like, when you see somebody who's low or humble right. or even down, mm-hmm. you can go, like, wait, they've got a reward yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Even though I don't see it, even mm-hmm. though they don't see it. Yeah. They have a reward. They have a fellowship, a relationship with God that's theirs. That's theirs personally. Mm-hmm. And you took it as it's, yeah. it's mine personally, but it could also be like those others too. And that's what I like about all these, each one of these. And we were, Reg, we were talking about how the, the, the word that you kind of encapsulates mm-hmm. this for you is empathy for all of this mm-hmm. entire sermon. Well, yeah, that's it, the word that come to, comes to mind to me. I think it, I think it's, it, it is in that is because um, Matthew or Christ or the, the writers of this particular uh, mm-hmm. set of things is like you can take it in and you can, uh, you can take it subjectively or objectively. Yeah. I think there's know? so much empathy <clears throat> in, in here and hope mm-hmm. um, ble- blessings are, mm-hmm. you know, can be for others and yourself for sure. Yeah. And also when you mention that poor in spirit can mention be others, that could be a call of action for the Christian to say, listen, if you see others who are poor in spirit, there's your responsibility to lift them up, to let them know that the the kingdom of heaven is, is within their reach. And don't, and don't think for a minute that they're, they're they're living in a world without God. Exactly. Right. You know, And, and that's, that's the challenge I find, you know, among my, non-Christian friends mm-hmm. is like, oh, silly man, don't you know you're living in a world without God? And it's like, here's a way to look <laughs> and try to find God in everything, mm-hmm. even the things that seem contradictory to that nature. Yeah. Like seeing a humble, low, per- low person <laughs> sure. and thinking they've got nothing. Yeah. Or if you're thinking humble and low about yourself, thinking I've got nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. You actually have access to everything. Divinity is within you. (laughs) Grace is within you. It surrounds you and it surrounds even these kind of like really uh, difficult things, Mm -hmm. difficult circumstances. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by people who look at the bad things in life as if there are only bad things in life and look at that as evidence that there is no God. Uh Instead of looking at like this beautiful sky that I'm looking at right now and, you know, all the wonderful things that life has to offer, the fact that, you know, we're on earth. I mean, I've gone through this before. How is that not evidence that there is a God, you know, that there are wonderful things in life? Mm-hmm. One other thing about the Beatitudes that I want to point out is there's mm-hmm. a reward. Yep. This, like the, the Ten Commandments, generally we know if you follow these, you mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. likely get into the kingdom of heaven. But this very specifically calls out what are your rewards? Yep, that's exactly right. If you right. follow a, a path. Mm-hmm. Of, of Christ. This mm-hmm. is an agreement and a covenant yeah. like other Yeah, for all, yeah if you look at the Beatitudes, it says, for theirs is or for they will be. Like, this is what's going to happen if you are this way. If mm-hmm. you are meek, you will inherit the earth. If you are, for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, you will be fulfill, fulfilled. Filled. Uh, if you are merciful, then you will be shown mercy. So, you see the quid pro quo. If you do this and be, and, you know, as a Christian, you know, on behalf of God or for your fellow man, this is what I, God, will give to you. It's, it I just made me laugh because I was thinking that it's a, what's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> not, not entirely because I feel like, you know, people were brought into this prior to these teachings uh, uh, with, a, with, a, with a kind of a false understanding. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, think about think about the world without this particular sermon. I mean, and each one of these says, now there's a false understanding about your salvation. You feel like that, you know, you're just going to have salvation without change. Each of these things, you know, even though they're not so direct, mm-hmm. it, you can get it pretty much. It's like it means that you need to change in order to be saved. You yeah. really need to change your point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to look at the difficult things that are happening to you and happening to others and understand them that in each one of these struggles. There's a path. There's a path. There's yeah. a there's a way for you to to, mm-hmm. to change yeah. and to ha- and to actually feel a transformation to feel you know like what they would do with the baptism like what they, you know you transform yourself you change your heart you reverse you know mm-hmm. your old ideology yeah you know? and I think about the Israelites the life that they've had to have lived you know even back during the um, the Old Testament. Always rules, always, you know, the Pharaoh's giving you a rule. Now you've been liberated by God. Now he has rules. Now you're living in the world of the Pharisees and the Romans. Here are more rules. Here, God is saying, listen, if, you know, blessed are these people and this is what I'm going to. It's something that they probably have never heard before. This is what I'm going to give to you. This is how you, I'm going to bless you. And it was the great, and and Christ was the great equalizer. Mm -hmm. You know, this doesn't. This goes beyond status, beyond right. You know, whatever ideology you you feel is existing in the world or has existed, mm-hmm. or whatever laws that man has made or our God has made. This is the great equalizer. This treats mm-hmm. everyone, friend and foe, mm-hmm. high and low, uh, in, in in the same manner. Yep. Which is why I was just so struck when looking at this for preparing for today how buried it is and we 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 see statues of the ten commandments we see them <laughs> sure that's you right know, yeah quoted all the time but i think it's particularly right now and what we're seeing on the news and in, in interactions yeah on social media that this is really more important well it's a, uh, i think we need hope yeah. yeah. So, so and empathy. Yeah. Hope and Hope, empathy. Empathy, compassion. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And the Beatitudes gives it in a way that the Ten Commandments don't. These aren't just rules, but this is a sort of a covenant that, you know, God has like, if you do this for me, I will do this for you. Or if you do it for your fellow man, mm-hmm. I will do this for you. Mm-hmm. you, know, you need to see reasons. Mm-hmm. There are reasons. Right. You know, you know change needs to happen. Yeah. Whether you internalize it, mm-hmm. that change, or, or you know. Mm-hmm. Make that change happen in your world. Yeah. You know? We were talking during our breakfast how we were talking about parents. We were sort of getting yeah, into our own family. Pa- and family. And family. Yeah. But talking about how parents, um, how they raise their children. Uh, we even talked about how children learn empathy. And we, we st- I still don't know. You know, like some have, you know, um, they're like, well, here, here's a pet. And, you know, if you take care of that pet, then you will learn empathy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some parents rule uh, some parents raise their children through order listen clean your room do this do that or or else this is going to happen but some parents are like listen if you do this i'm going to give you a big hug and here's the hug and i don't know about you but i'm motivated by by the love by hey i want to do this because i want someone to feel happy i want to you know it's like you have empathy for someone else Mm -hmm. 
as opposed to, well, if I don't do this, I'm going to get fired, or if I don't do this, you know, something bad is going to happen. So that would be an interesting question to our listeners. Like, how do you, if you have children, yeah, how do you teach them empathy? That would be great. Yeah, we would love to hear that. So yes, we don't don't have children, so please instruct (laughs) us. My cat refuses to learn anything. Yeah, but put a, put a post on, uh, you know, <laughs> send a message on Facebook or on uh, SoundCloud and let us know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure if your cat walked by a mirror, it would have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> for itself. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on or do yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, do you have anything else to say about p- the poor in spirit? No. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, what do they say? Uh, the best society can be judged by, you know, the poorest of its of its people, uh-huh. I don't know where I got that uh, quote from, but um, if you know, um, I think that if if you if you are without, then um, you know there is empathy. I mean, you know, I remember uh, we had Scott Munson on a couple of um, podcasts ago, and he talked about the homeless, mm-hmm. and we were talking about compassion, and sometimes you can have too much compassion or empathy, and you can enable someone, or if you don't have an, anything at all, then you develop a callus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you just don't feel anything at all. So you know, it's important to have a, a, a good balance of, uh, of empathy. But um, yeah, the the, uh, the the poor. You know, if we have empathy for those who are poor in spirit, those who are in need, for us to take on the challenge and provide for those who are in need. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, it's kind of funny how your your preamble too is to talk about faith. Faith is uh, uh, believing, you know, things that you cannot. See mm. evidence of and, right, and here, you know, Christ is saying, "The poor in spirit, you see them. You see the poor, in, the, the, the poor in spirit in yourself. Mm-hmm. Understand that that's not the case. That there is abundance. That's right. Ki- that's what the kingdom of heaven. You feels think to me. you think you're poor in spirit, you, but you're really not. It's re- it, you know what you see is mm. the opposite of what of what's existing. Mm-hmm. If you if you can embrace that. You know, mm-hmm. if you can't embrace, you that don't have to remain poor it's, in spirit. I, I mean, it's a, it's a paradox, mm-hmm. yeah. In a way, it's. It, it, I know that in the, they do a service on Tuesday, a prayer service where, you know, there's a lot of meditation involved, mm-hmm. and uh, basically they do the uh, lectio divina, and they've been going through. Uh, I haven't been involved with it because it's on Tuesday and I can't really do it, but uh, it's an hour of meditation and lectio divina, and they've been concentrating on the beatitudes. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. A couple of people oh. in the prayer group have been saying, you know, we're doing the Beatitudes, and it's getting deep. Mm-hmm. Because oh, there is good. all this kind of paradoxical uh-huh. qualities yeah. going on, you know, within them. And it makes you think. There's more questions than answers. You know, we talked about point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And then how do you carry that out? Like, how do you, how do, you do it in your own life? That's right. In your That's life right. and in your heart. And <clears throat> It's rich. It's very it's rich. rich. It's rich stuff. Mm-hmm. You, know? you could spend your whole life just focusing on these eight <laughs> verses. Yep, yep, that's right. Yeah, we're getting up towards uh, towards Easter. We are Easter season. Uh, Lent is almost over. The Lenten mm-hmm. season's almost over. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's a really nice time to 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 use these these this verses these verses today. Yeah, because uh, you know they. They are kind of like preparing us mm-hmm. or preparing at, at this point. I mean, you know, I was talking earlier this morning. It's like I tried to think of the the context of which this was being spoken you know, to the disciples, to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, here.
here are these people who are coming to hear this beautiful man's words and, and feeling good. They're be, being fed and enriched and enlightened all at the same time. And the undercurrent of all this, in a, in a, in a way, is like Christ kind of getting ready to prepare all these people. Like, I'm not going to be around in the flesh That's right. anymore. That's this right. Is, you need to have something to carry with you, mm-hmm. something in your heart that I can't just – we can't have parties like this every weekend. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. You know, sooner yeah. or later, and, all and the fish <coughs> will go back into the sea and all the bread will go back into the oven and right. you'll have to carry this yeah. with you. And you see in Matthew yeah. 4, all the healings that he does and the crowds that come around mm-hmm. and, you know, Christ basically telling his disciples, listen, this is all fine and dandy or whatever, but this will end. So this is what I'm telling you now, including the um, the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. This is preparation. You're going to have to give this same speech mm-hmm. in your way mm-hmm. to the others. Yeah. I picked blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. Okay. As, Let's as, move on to that. That's the yeah. one that I it, – That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the reason I did that and I kind of like thought about it the other day, it was kind of impulsive really. I was listening to this interview on uh, – I think it was uh, the News Hour, Judy Witherup. Or, mm-hmm. And uh, she was interviewing um, – uh, I think she was a minister or a, or, or some kind of mucky-muck in South Korean politics. Okay. And uh, she was talking about, you know, how the South Koreans had negotiated this meeting with Kim. Uh, oh, uh, North, Il, Il Jong, yeah, from North, North Korea. Korea. In, yeah. North, in North Korea. And, um, and, and, you know, kind of just did it in spite of whatever – uh, our government, our 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 leader is uh, right. I- is doing or mm-hmm. not doing, right? Or how people perceive it, mm-hmm. you know, whether this works, whether this doesn't, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, whether this is the right idea, the wrong idea to talk to this man, whether this is the right set of circumstances. Should we get Donald over there? No, no, get him far, far away. <laughs> you know, yeah. She, and she was talking about well, our government, um, you know, has decided to move forward uh, with these talks, and mm-hmm. with, with, it's like, <coughs> well, why? How can you explain this? I mean, how can you mm-hmm. put this in the context with all, what all the other powerful leaders uh, might think of this? And she was like, well, we're just going to do it. We're just going to discuss peace because we want Because he's be, available Because to we it. want to. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Because we want it. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was no explanation. Yeah. <laughs> that was the explanation. That was the explanation. Yeah. And, and she was like, you mean you're telling me you just – you want to discuss peace simply because you want to. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Nice. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. Because, because generally countries have not negotiated with North Korea because they want this him to change some of his sanctions. Right. There's things all this that he's done before they will do and it. So forth and like, you know, we want to move forward. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just – I was just – I thought that – I was kind of godsmacked just like Judy Wood. We were just like – what, what, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you like, can't negotiate a peace if you don't have a conversation. Yeah, you don't. Right, ex- exactly. <laughs> the way to start peace is to start it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a lot of governments are still caught up in a Cold War or pre-Cold War, like they think of Neville Chamberlain talking to Hitler. And it's not necessarily that way. I mean, it's not saying that you're going to um, give North Korea everything that they want or whatever. You just want to start a conversation. Not starting a conversation is the other spectrum of it. I mean, there are extremes that you can do, which you shouldn't. It's like, well, hey, they're the enemy. They'll always be the enemy, They'll all, and that's all that I can see. Mm-hmm. Enemy, 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 enemy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. That doesn't do anything. Yeah. I, I feel like we, you know, in, in 
my life and in, in, in my rest, restless, conscious life, mm -hmm. when I'm not engaging in some kind of like simply peaceful activity, yeah, uh, when I'm making all these excuses not to, mm -hmm. you know, or saying like, well, I, I, I want, I, I want to go dig up that corpse, you know, in the backyard, and you know, or whatever. I want, I want to, I want to bring all that stuff to the surface. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I know it's false, and I know it's <coughs> wrong, and I want to do that, but, you know, I can't do that right now without – I can't take that first step. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this, this, what, what kind of was exhibited with this is kind of like, yeah, 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 you just do it. You, mm -hmm. just, you just take that first step. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I think about meekness, um, meek shelter, I still think about the kids who are doing this protest for – Is that the one that stuck uh, with you? It stuck with me. I've, I wanted to talk more about that on um, the, the Beatitudes that I focused on. Okay. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. But I'm going to still stick on the meek because when you think about the meekness, I mean, you know, children, I would think, you know, um, you know, uh, what, uh, oh, shoot, I forget the uh, the Bible verse. Jesus talks about blessed are the children. Um, something about them in inheriting the earth. But mm -hmm. I do think about uh, children and the, na na the naivete that they have, you know, they're not worldly. They haven't learned all of the, uh, I guess, the bad habits of the world. You know, I, I, the one person that had said, you know, I think an artist had said that children can make the best artists, but, you know, it, it's getting them to unlearn all the things that they learned about um, just civilization or, or what have you. There's a freeness that a child has. They just and, do. Yeah, exactly. Like you were saying, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and... Um, you know, uh, I think um, what they're doing is a noble is a noble thing. I mean, you know, uh, protesting in Florida uh, to um, have stricter gun control laws to remove semi-automatic weapons. We've been talking about that for a couple of podcasts now. But I think, you know, what they're doing is a humble and noble thing, and hopefully they will, um, you know, enact change. And also humble some of these, you know, um, established, you know, um, um, Members of the House of Representatives and the Senate, who you know, adults who should be yeah. doing <laughs> what what the kids are doing. So both of what you're saying kind of reminds me of the next. You know, there's a few verses down. Mm -hmm. um, Five fourteen. You are the light of the world. Yeah, that's exactly Don't right. Let your light be hidden. You know, mm -hmm. that's so hopeful. Yeah, that's so incredible. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of funny that the kids are doing this amazing stuff and it's having such an effect yeah is because there's instead of like s saying we want like the, to the adults or to the mm -hmm. the leaders so saying like we want to be in your family we want to be in your organization they're saying you guys got to come be in our family yeah this is our family and it ha and 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 you're invited to it we're not asking to be in yours Yes. We're asking you to be in ours, which is kind of – Here's the conversation we want to have. Here's the conversation we so want to have. you can come and have it. Yeah, and, and, and it sort of feels <laughs> On like – On our it, terms. In all these Beatitudes, you know, mm -hmm. God is saying, I want to show you how to be in my family. Yeah. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. I was looking, I up like meek, I'm looking up meekness. Wikipedia says meekness is an attribute of human nature and behavior, a humbleness. A humbleness. It has been defined several ways. Righteousness. Humble, teachable, and patient, under suffering, long-suffering, willing to follow gospel teachings, an attribute of a true disciple. I didn't know that. Well, well. 
I, well, I would have never guessed that. And, <laughs> and, you know, the Jewish people, they've suffered. They've had to, you know, they've, like you were saying before, they've been under mm-hmm. all these rulers. They've lost their land. <laughs> <laughs> years they, in exile. Years <laughs> in exile, starving in the desert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. They, they've they've if, been if, through it. If they yeah. don't know what meek is, right. people do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fascinating to drill down just how my mind works on meekness. I think the opposite, when I think about the opposite of meekness, someone who is so educated, so who is so well-learned, that they have sort of distanced themselves from being meek. It's almost like pride. Or boasting. Yeah, or, 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 or boasting. Yeah. And you sort of develop a callus over, you know, what you may consider trifle, tri- trifling things. Mm-hmm. And there is a, you know, we were talking uh, over uh, breakfast about, uh, you know, some kids who, let's say, are um, spoiled, who um, they've sort of lost their sort of meekness and their sort of um, the way that a child looks at the world, you know, from from being uh, from a fresh point of view, where uh, there's a sense of entitlement and uh, there's a sense of uh, pompousness. And when I think of meekness, uh, I think of someone who gravitates towards someone like, hey, do you need any help? Uh, can I, you know, can I get up from my chair t- so you can sit down? You, there's, a, there's a sense of need. You're seeking a need. There are certain people in, in my life, they can read people. They know that there's so much empathy that they have for others that they can sense, hey, something's wrong. Can I? And actually, I can see that in you, Deb. I mean, there, there are times where, you know, you're like, hey, you know, there are people who observe people and they want to see, you know, what can I do for you? We've yeah. we've met people like that in our lives, right? Haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I try. yeah, they're called empaths, right? <laughs> it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Well, I think we're getting into a more alien nature. Yes, it can be. It can be very exhausting if if you do it too much. I mean, Craig, you have it as well. I mean, you know, we've talked about our good friend. I'm not going to mention his name, mm-hmm. but you've been helping him out, driving him to places and uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Do what we can. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, you if do it's it. it's within your power to do. If if I can do it, yeah. I, you know, why not? I yeah, feel bad exactly. if I don't actually. You know, right. Like, but I think. Uh, Going back to what you were saying about the innocence of a child, as, as, as a child, you know, we understand what needing is because children need everything. I can't That's do right. things for myself, but it takes, it takes a, you know, being a, and being a child that comes naturally, mm-hmm. needing others, yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know, needing to figure out how to <laughs> to receive, sure, you know, uh, you know, at the same time. But it takes a, it takes a, once you're an adult. Mm-hmm. A real emotional maturity to once again revisit that idea of I need go. others. There you go. Mm-hmm. There I you need go. others, and yeah. I need them to care about me because yeah. I can't live without them. Right. You know. Yeah. And I think we become so, you know, injured or independent. Yeah. That we forget that. Yeah. We forget that that's the and that's a choice that we can make. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> we can change our hearts. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's it. In fact, it's a, it's the emotionally mature way to proceed in the world. Yeah, you know? and it's easy to have yeah. a, an, a sense of isolation today. Oh, oh sure. You, oh, you know, you can order everything to be delivered <laughs> to your house. Right, yes. that's exactly right. And there's no more going to Toys R Us, so forget that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and that is, it's a wonderful thing. We're talking about children, and, you know, uh, we were talking about how children, I hardly see any children playing, let's say, throw-up football, you know, when I was a kid, or running around playing, tick, you know, um, hide-and-go-seek, or jump rope. You know, little girls. And Did you jump rope when you were a kid? Absolutely. Yeah. I was on a jump rope competition. There you team. go. See? 
We're professional. I, yeah. We did a dance to the eye of the tiger. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but now, you know, uh, I guess, you know, the demise of Toys R Us. Well, you have a bunch of kids who are playing on their phones, and, you know, that's a very isolation thing. And everyone thing. orders things and to come to the house. That's right. Good old Amazon. That's why they're yeah. a billion-dollar company, and, uh, you know, so many other companies have fallen by the wayside. Also, when we're talking, thinking about children, the innocence of, like, a child meeting a stranger and not having any ill conceived thoughts or whatever like hi any prejudgments yeah any prejudgments or whatever Mm -hmm. and somebody say oh my god that's dangerous you can't speak to strangers or whatever but you know there's there's an innocence that a child is like hey there is no danger in the world and yeah do you think that this um trend that we're talking about leads to that not having empathy for others well i I think so i mean um i don't know how because we're not granted the tools to right i mean children children are sort of i mean it's you have to be taught how to be civil. Yeah. I mean, you can be, ta- you know, I guess love can be a natural thing. You know, a child always wants to hug um, the mother and the father, and a child loves music. But still, a ch- you know, if, if you give a child something, they'll throw it. <laughs> they will, you know, they um, they still want, hey, me, 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 you know, give me whatever. So you still have to teach a child empathy and how a parent does that. I mean, if 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 a parent... We've talked about helicopter parents. We've talked about parents who are too enabling of a child. Oh, my God, I went through so much hardship when I was a child. As a parent, I want my child to have everything. But all of a sudden, a child doesn't struggle and learn how to struggle in life. You know, that's that's a skill set that I think is very much needed. And how would you – and you would teach that to someone of a younger age differently than you would, say, our college-age students. Right. I mean, by then, I think for a lot of folks, it's too late. Is it? I think so. I'm not according to this list. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, there's always hope, but I mean, it's from, if you want to, change can happen, but you have to want the change. You're right. You, know you what have mean? to want the change. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seeing as how none of us are parents, we love I know. I know. I'm, so, I'm so sorry, parents. I'm sure some parents are like, hey. And we love telling you about parenting. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, I like it. I like yeah. it because one of the things I observe being a non-parent, which is kind of fun, and I see a lot of other young parents in the world is I see them learning lessons from their children ah, that yeah. they almost feel like are new to them as well, like trusting. Right. Yeah. This kid trusts you or has to. Yeah. No choice. And it teaches you yeah. something about yeah. it. And hopefully oh in turn, the parent will trust the child. They trust me. They yeah. trust me if they only knew yeah (laughs) yeah i I think i focus on it too because i feel like i parent a lot of adults yeah and i think as a a newly certified life coach i'm trying to figure out what tools i can use yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) well you know i think i think in these words and these beatitudes Mm -hmm. you know where it's like especially if you go down to you know down a few where you're saying you've got to have the smarts and the you know and all you got to have you got to be more holy than a pharisee to get in. I mean, yeah, it's right? Always, it's always like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I think what he's saying as far as the trust goes, in other words, you know, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, mm-hmm. you've got to put your trust in. It's accessible. In, you know, in, 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 in the idea of Christ, in the yeah. idea of your salvation. Right. In the idea that these things can work. Right. You know, it's not just enough to say that this all these crazy paradoxes exist. The meek are going to have everything, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, yeah, you have to believe it. And the humble are going yeah. to have abundance, and right. you know, it's it's not just enough to do that. You have to trust that it's going to happen. Right. Wow. That's yeah. that's a you know because 
not what he what he what he's not really saying what what he what he's kind of inferring and that's why you know I'm saying like this is like we're coming up on Easter is because judgment's coming for yes. me mm-hmm. and for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not going it's not going to go away from me. Right. You know, I'm going to I'm not going to be around. I'm going to be judged mm-hmm. and sentenced. Yeah. And so will you. Mm-hmm. So better to have equipment, have a toolbox with emotionally mature, correct things to guide your life mm-hmm. and to guide your life with others than to not. Right. And mm-hmm. to be without these things. That's exactly right. And these are all promises, but they're all kind of gifts, too. Mm-hmm. Gifts to be enlightened by. Gifts to help you. Yeah. Gifts to make you see things that when things aren't really evident. Yeah. You know, each one of these blessed, blessed are you, blessed mm-hmm. are they, is a way of saying, God is here. This is grace. Yes. This, this is Grace exists in this situation. Grace mm-hmm. exists in mm-hmm. this situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's not talking really directly about consequences, but there are consequences. Judgment is coming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but again, this the, the Beatitudes talk more about the reward. The reward. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we get the consequences in the – in the, um, but I understand what you're saying. You know, yeah. Jesus is saying, hey, the end is coming for him. But the mm-hmm. focus is on – the love and the reward and the bond that God, and what God will give. And, yeah, and, and how these support the golden rule. Exactly. And the, and the help to get you along with each other. Yes. That's exactly right. I mean, because he's reading this, not even though we, when we read it, mm-hmm. we internalize it. You know, like when we read a book, this is speaking to me, this is speaking mm-hmm. to my mind. And yeah. This was happening in a large audience. You know, yeah. As, as fellowship was simultaneously yeah. taking place. Which and just think, it. like, he's he's got the disciples there in front of him, oh, and he's yeah. trying to teach them mm-hmm. the words and the, the lessons they need to teach others. And then people realize, Jesus is up there, and he's talking. Yeah, that's Let's right. Let's go check it out. And so be- they, they come in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they they haven't heard all of the Beatitudes. They're there. They're like. The yeah, be- that beautiful that beautiful guy is saying all these really wonderful things, yeah. you know, and yeah. every, everybody's cheering and going, yeah. "Yes, it's so true, I love it." And, and what you know? were saying is yeah. he's he's developed this following because of his healings yeah. and yeah. stuff, and it's so. obviously something they haven't had. I mean, not yeah. even the healings, but just the words. Mm-hmm. They're not getting this from the Pharisees. No, no, it's a <laughs> this is or the Pharisees is, wouldn't be so upset, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, this stuff is heresy almost. Yeah, to, yeah. To them, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Because he doesn't necessarily quote, you know. Although he does refer to the Old Testament, and he's very, you know, astute, he's talking, talking, talking yeah. their talk. It doesn't follow their d- right. Their, right. their rules. Right. It goes against their rules yeah. in a lot of respects. So it's very radical then, but I think where we are today, it's very radical now. Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's a personal message, but I think it's can it can also be a very public one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're kind of straddling both worlds here yeah. yeah we're talking about our personal message and we're sitting here yeah. looking into each other's eyes but there's a there's a wavelength that this goes out saturday afternoon to anybody who's there sure you, you know, know i get a lot of um whenever i say oh i'm going to go record the podcast or whatever people are like what yeah you you're a christian and i'm like all right people i guess i wasn't letting my light shine enough yeah. you know i think mm-hmm. to me this Doing these things, you know, you you do them, and um, and and it's your actions and how you fulfill these that are showing others an, an example yeah. of how they can also 
take part in, in right in these covenants. Yeah, and it's interesting you were talking about how you know today we're so isolated because you know we order things or whatever. I mean, it's become a and when we talk about compassion and empathy. Um, you know, there are people who are getting rich because they have a million clicks on Twitter and, mm-hmm. you know, and Facebook and Snapchat and, you know, whatever it is. Don't and covet them. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but there's, it's, 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 it's very, I don't want to say egotistical, but it's very, it's about me. Right. You know, focus on me. You know, look at me. Yeah. yeah. I can, you know, the Stormy Daniels thing, you know, Stormy is, you know, making uh, so much money and publicity. Fo- you know, focus on me and, you know, and what I did or didn't do. With, with Trump or whatever, but it, it is a very me society. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about how this message is so important, you know, the Beatitudes, <laughs> I want to say it right. Oh, no, that's cool. Um, I like it. But, um, <laughs> now I can't even remember the, how there, you there is it. There is Beatitudes. Beatitudes. Beatitudes, Beatitudes, Tomato, tomato. But it's, you know, people who need to find the value uh-huh. in giving something of themselves. Uh-huh. And perhaps not getting anything of value, tangible value in return. Mm-hmm. I mean, something, you know, like, you know, something that you can, you know, take to an the store. Yeah, an object or a monetary thing. thing. Yeah. You know, taking time out of yourself to give to someone else. Like, I have friends who, you know, do charity things but, or, you know, say they'll donate something to whatever. Or they'll contribute to a Kickstarter campaign. And it's something that we've talked about in another podcast. Sometimes you need to get out of your house and, let's say, help someone in need. Like um, help an older person. It's those little things that yeah. you do, like taking a person to the store, or yeah, it, or making them coffee in the morning when yeah. they really love coffee, or taking <laughs> taking care of someone's kids so that taking you know they 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 can you know they can you know hang out with, you know like have a date night with you know their husband or wife or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that make the most impression mm-hmm. on folks, and 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 by living these beatitudes, it's an invitation. I think to others to yeah. also follow that path. Yep, that's exactly right. This is also nourishment too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I yeah, you feel good, don't you? Yeah. You feel good. Yeah, it works. You made somebody feel good. Yeah, and w- and if and if you needed hope, mm-hmm. hope hope is available. Yeah, you know, either either through through this through divine faith or through like, hey, try this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. try making peace with your enemy. That's exactly. Just right. give it a shot. I think it'll work out for you. Yeah, there's <laughs> you know? an opportunity there, you know? so why not you pursue know? it? Right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, these 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 are not without you know their their good side, their upside. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I love it. Why are you going to do it? Because we want to. <laughs> because we want to. Because, because, we, want because to. we want to pursue peace. Because that that is that is our mission to Isn't do this. Isn't that enough? Yes. Right. It should be. Yeah. You know, whether we achieve it or not, don't know. But we were trying. We're going to try. Yep. We're doing. Yeah. It. Yep. Yeah. With or without you. So I wanted to focus on the one beautitude, beatitudes, beatitudes <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that spoke to me. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, mm-hmm. for they will be filled. This is uh, verse 6. Mm-hmm. And I immediately thought about, um, I told you guys, uh, so in Arkansas, there were two kids. Uh, now, in Florida, there were thousands of kids who protested uh, for the uh, gun, for, for changing the gun laws. Uh, in Arkansas, at least in this one Arkansas school, there are only two kids who protested. Um, and the principals uh, basically told them, listen, you'll be punished if you do this. And the kid was like, so I don't care. And the kid was paddled. Mm-hmm. Uh, he received two whacks. Uh, he was given a choice. He was like, listen, you can do detention or you can receive the paddles. For only the li- one of them was spanked? Okay. Uh, 
I think from the story that I read, only one was spanked. I think the other one took the the detention. Uh, the detention. But it's interesting, and actually his parents sanctioned it. They were like, that's fine. We know what you're doing, and we're, we're for it. Um, shame on the shame on the school for paddling. I didn't I didn't even think corporal punishment was still going on. Uh-huh. Um, but for those who get back into the verse, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't care about the punishment that they will take, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to do it anyway. And that just spoke to me, you know, like a, a kid. I mean, I remember. I think I told the story before where uh, my my dad. I, I was caught doing something wrong, and my dad was like, "Listen." I can either send you to your room or I can give you a whipping. What do you want to do? And I was like, I'm going to my room. I don't want to take a a beating. (laughs) The hell with that. And um, he sent me to my room, but I felt a bit of shame because he was basically saying, are you, you know, can you handle the punishment or can you acknowledge that you did something wrong? I think what he said was, if you tell me that you didn't do it, I'm not going to spank you. I'm just going to send you to your room. But if you tell me you did it, I will give you a spanking, but I'll have respect for you because you will take your punishment. Mm. Um, now, these kids, it should not have been punishment at all. I mean, there's nothing wrong with protesting, especially for a cause, you know, greater than their own. Well, you know. and also, you know, part of our democracy is founded on free speech. That's exactly so right. They're being punished for supporting something that is a huge tenet of our democracy. Yeah, I mean, they should be praised for it, especially in the school. I mean, I remember in the 80s, you know, I had a um, – there was a teacher, Jim Nathanson, who was our civics teacher. And he taught us about, you know, um, protesting, and he taught us, you know, challenge authority. Not all authority is bad, but you challenge it, and then if they answer accordingly, then that's fine. But if they don't – I mean, this is during the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't, challenge it. So it's a shame that this school, you know, uh, punished these kids. But these kids, two kids, or at least this one kid who chose to take the paddling – um, he chose to do what was right. It reminds me of the civil rights, you know, kids yeah. who did the sit-ins mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, women's libbers and gay rights activists. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. always the young. Yeah. They have the energy, A. But B, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we always, we keep saying how brave they are. They are brave. But I'm also wondering what would our world look like mm-hmm. if we all stood up for things? Yeah. Well, we keep <laughs> worrying about consequences. Yeah. What's going to happen if? If I do this, what might happen if – and here I think what's kind of astounding about these two kids yeah. and uh, even the several others who got the green light, mm-hmm. but especially these two kids because they, you know, they they hit you in your heart because they were so challenged. I mean here they were two out of how many people who just like said like – Exactly. Well, we're kind of worried about the consequences. We don't really want we're to gonna go. S- we're going to sit, you know, sit like, here. It's comfortable. These yeah. two kids, what, what I think kind of – I mean I would assume what was in their heads is like – what kind of world do I want? Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't have it here. It's mm. not the world I see. I have to accept the world I see. Right. But what kind of world do I want? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- where, how do I want to live in my future? Yeah. Right. You know, and, you know, I, I, I think that that's what's really kind of like kills me about all this is kind of like we're so complacent ourselves. We're so. Just yeah. ready to just like, I'll accept the consequences. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll just, I'm not going to deal with this thing. You know, yeah. it's not my problem. Well, it's, a lot it's of hard for us fear. to. I'm, just, I'm yeah. just one person. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also hard for us to migrate a, out of our own patterns. Right. Yeah. You know, to to diverge from what we do in and out yeah. every day. Yeah. And Routine. It, and, it, and it reminds me of the of the of the um, the disciples, mm-hmm. and Jesus talking to them. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to face the Pharisees. Oh. 
I'm going to be crucified, but you guys are going to face some punishment too. Oh yeah, and then, be that, brave. And afterwards, you know, I think it's Paul who says, like, you know, think crap's going to happen to you, horrible things. Right. <laughs> They're going to tear you apart. Yeah. You got to you got to be bigger than that. Yeah. yeah. And you got to see beyond. You got to see a world that's beyond this the ugliness that yeah. you will face, and you will face it. And it reminds me of what you were saying, Craig, about the party. You know, like Jesus, you know, there's a party and there's healing and there's, it's a wonderful thing. Oh, it's a big it's like a pre- it's, yeah. it's a preparation for we have our little heaven. Mm-hmm. Prepare for the hell, which is you know, what you're going to face here on earth. Mm-hmm. Be filled, which is, you know, also in the second part of verse six, for they will be filled. Yeah. God will fill us up. Well, the challenge is to create this heaven on earth. Yeah, you're ha- you're feeling it momentarily right right now in the mm-hmm. sermon on the mount or the plane or wherever we are, folks. Mm-hmm. But the challenge is to build this heaven and make it work mm-hmm. when, Every when, day. when you're not being, you know, led by the you know led by the nose. Yeah, when you know when you're not being fed and enlightened and having a good time with all my all mm-hmm. my friends. Yeah, you know, it's on you now. Yeah. To, to do this. And remember, mm-hmm. God is on your side. You are not alone. Blessed in each circumstance. Is yes. Blessed. Yes. Yeah. And I think when people are afraid or complacent, let's say they have the callous and they just don't give a damn, or they do, but ooh, the pain is just, they feel, I'm not going to be protected. But if you feel that God is on your side, that God is with you, and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, with with what God has given you, with the blessings that He's given you, then you'll be fine, and you can take it. And you know that kid. I mean, I think about the parents who are like, "Hey, we know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We we are by your side." Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be scary. I, I don't know how old this kid was. Maybe 15, 16 years old. You know, and all of his classmates are like, "Hey, see, forget yeah. about it. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to go. Th- I'm not going to do this with you." Yeah. But he's like, you know what? I'm even though I may feel alone, I'm not alone. I'm sure that you know those classmates of his are are making him feel a little persecuted right now. Mm-hmm. Hope somebody's <laughs> mentioning the first one, which is blessed are the hopeless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, these are these are not just to be read, but to be lived. Right. right. You know. Yeah. And then, then you know, hopefully, hopefully he's getting some more support. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be as 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 big as let's say a whole media event like you know the protest or whatever. But you know we go through it in our own lives. Like um, I think we were mentioning about you know family members and let's say no one else is helping out. I don't know mom or dad or sister or you know a friend of who is is. But I'm going to do it. Yeah. And and I'm going to you know there's a time where you have to step out of your shell and say I'm going to give. I'm going to provide. I may not have money, but I can give my time, my services. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do the the thing that's uncomfortable right. for me. Right, because it's the right thing to do. Right, mm-hmm. for someone else's benefit. Well, I look at it like I can't change somebody else's heart. Right. Can't. No, you can't. I mean, you, you know, no matter how much you'd love to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, please, change your mind. Love me. Love yeah. me back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Right. You can't change somebody else's heart, but you can do, you can work on yours. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it, in a way, trying to change somebody's heart is a distraction from what the work that I need to do personally. Right. I mean, I need, I need 
all the help I can get. Mm-hmm. But nobody's going to really, you know, turn it around. Yeah. For me, just like I can't change somebody else's mind yeah. or heart. But that can transform mm-hmm. with help with, through prayer. Yeah. Um, some of my some of my bad habits. Yeah. You know? And I think about that with Christianity. I can't convince someone to recognize God as their Lord and Savior. You know, some, I mean, I, all I can do is provide and gift and just shine my light mm-hmm. to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and try I'm, to be an example. And I'm not going to invest, you know, so much time into, oh, come on, you've got to believe in God. <laughs> you've got to believe in Christianity. <laughs> come on, this week. <laughs> you can just set your own example. True. True. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the point. That's, that's the point. This little light on my head. <laughs> I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let, let it shine. shine. That's right. <laughs> I always have to bring a, a song. Yeah. In. <laughs> and you, you mentioned an example off the mic, Craig, about I'm not going to mention any names or whatever, but, you know, like you were servicing, you know, uh, someone and there was someone who, you know, who for years and years and years just didn't want to be involved. And then all of a sudden they just showed up. Yeah. And I and, and I, I guess I was kind of baited into kind of like, you know, oh, I resent you for not doing that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like I made a decision. It's like I can't really deal with that. I can't right. really make. I'm never going to do any good by telling somebody else they're not doing it good enough. It's yeah. not going to really work for them. I mean, they're going to be turned off by it, and, yeah. and I'll be angry. And I don't really want to. I don't want to be angry. Yeah. I, I just don't want to live that. But you never know what influence you have, even though you can't see it. Well, I think by what not, influence. I, I think by not making it worse. Yeah. Kind of help. Yeah, but not not <laughs> escalating. You know, not escalating the. Uh, I guess the negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because well, it was. This gets in the way. Right. I mean, it just, like, wastes time. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking on down the road, you know, sooner or later, I'm going to, you know, this person's going to need me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm going to want to be accessible. And if there's all this resentment that I helped build, mm-hmm. there's even a more, that means on down the road, there's another missed opportunity. Sure. <laughs> That's know? exactly right. I kept thinking of the, like, like we're saying, I wanted to see, even though it didn't exist in front of me, I wanted to see a picture of what I wanted the world to be. Yeah. And maybe it's a pipe dream, and maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But if I plan for, oh God, I don't, we, we can't talk to Kim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's yeah, crazy. The yeah, guy, yeah. Know, everything's going to go to pot. Right. If, if you plan for disaster, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to be focused sure, on. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, dream big <clears throat> and dream about the world yeah. that you want to live in. And, you know, folks yeah. may be a bit turned off. Oh, my God, they're speaking politics so much. But take a look at verse 6. <laughs> Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And I'm just going to freeze it right there. Right. When I think about that, I mean, I remember being a kid, um, being interested in what's happening out in the world. Like, you know, like I grew up in Washington, D.C., and we had the Washington Post, you know, delivered to our doorstep. And being a kid, I didn't understand everything, but I wanted to know, hey, what's going on? I remember, you know, when I was seven years old, we, there was the bicentennial, 1976, you know, 1776, the bicentennial of the United States. And there was all this thing about, you know, presidential history. And I'm like, wow, who are these people and what's going on? And, you know, and um, Watergate happened a little bit earlier. And there's, and, and there's um, uh, Reagan and, you know, all sorts of, oh, my God. And then there's the, uh, the Iran hostage thing. And I was like, wow, what's happening? What's happening? There was a hunger and a thirst for, you know, what's, what's happening out in the world. And we know that there are bad things that, that go on. And we can develop a callus and we can say, well, that has nothing to do with my life. You know, the hell with it. Oh, some gay and lesbian issues are happening. You know, the right wings don't want to, you know, marry, 
you know, gay, lesbian people. Well, I'm, I'm not gay, so what the hell? I, I don't give a damn about that. Or, oh, there are women's issues. Yeah, 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 I hear that, but that's not my – it's a horrible thing to, to do, to just have a callus. I mean, these – you know, we have brothers and sisters. I regard everyone as my brother and sister. And I don't have to be gay to, you know, to relate to gay and lesbian issues. I don't have to be, let's say, Latino to understand what's happening with ICE raids and, and, and have compassion for those who are being displaced. I don't have to be a young kid in Florida to understand how they fear just going to school. Mm-hmm. So I think when the Bible talks about hunger and thirst for righteousness, I think it's a way of God saying, listen, you can't be satisfied with, you know, with your own personal life if others are going through some turmoil. You know, have some hunger. I mean, that's the way that I But, but it can also it. be yeah. uh, applied on a daily basis that's in right. your workplace. In your at your home, yeah, a sense of fairness and righteousness. That's exactly right. Doesn't, yeah, and, and it's wonderful if you can tie it to a political mm-hmm. thing, but it doesn't have to be. It's kind of funny now because mm-hmm. your job is working for justice. <laughs> well, true. That's that's right. Yeah. How, how ironic, <laughs> or not so? Yeah, and, and and it's a very tough thing. You know, a lot of the folks. I'm not going to get dwell too much into it, but you know, some folks get you know like death threats and and what have you, and uh, we don't get paid all that much. But you know, we do. It's a public service. But day to day, you're seeing constant interactions with people with what is right, what is wrong. Sure, facing that those those kind of things all, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it must. Yeah. Well, I mean, we deal like a couple of cases. I'm not going to talk about too many specific cases, but, you know, we deal with elder abuse a lot. And a lot of it are elderly people whose family has sort of deserted them mm-hmm. who are who have a callous over, you know, like, I don't know what mom or dad did back. And, you know, like, oh, he, she beat me, so I'm not going to talk to her anymore or something like that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're they're tr- they trust strangers well, who they, unfortunately they take advantage of them. Yeah, They have to believe in something. And, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Deb. I mean, you know, like um, just right. I mean, we see good and bad throughout all of our lives, whether it be a big, you know, scenario or, you know, just say something small in our lives. Let's say within our own family mm-hmm. or within our jobs. What do we do? Do we just say, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's what's going on. But, hey, I'm, i got to focus on my own, my own personal I life. actually w- went with a friend last Friday mm-hmm. to divorce court. Ooh. And. We, we sat through the whole afternoon docket, yeah. and it was interesting to see how the the two parties were interacting. Mm. So I think I saw like seven or eight or even nine divorce proceedings mm. that day. Oh, my gosh. Well, different statuses. You know, yeah. some were ready to sign their papers, and some were arguing through their lawyers. And, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and it was interesting to see, well, what what are we going to do for the children? What What is the right thing mm-hmm. and the just thing to do? And some some of them were very accommodating <laughs> to mm-hmm. to make sure there was fairness yeah and some and some of them were argumentative it, it was just it was a very interesting afternoon yeah wow. did it <laughs> did it make you feel happy that you don't have to go through any of that yeah i was i was like oh this is one of the reasons why i'm not married <laughs> no. um it's so easy to get married too it is and, and then you see what it is to kind of like get unmarried. It takes a lot, right? It takes right? a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sometimes five, up to five years, yeah, as you, you pointed out. You can jump out the earlier. broom, and then like you can't just jump back. What, yeah. what an interesting irony. That is an interesting irony. Yeah. I could not be a, a divorce judge. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Or a divorce lawyer. I mean, you know, there's just something very, um, I don't know, just 
you're you're arguing on behalf of a client that may be completely wrong. <laughs> I think I have too much empathy for righteousness. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't. I I would be. Yeah. Uh, I would come home completely yeah. exhausted. Just a wreck. See, aren't you happy? I you would. I would be like. Aren't you happy? You and Daisy are happy. <laughs> Don't have to go through any of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been there. We both have. We've both been. Through that. Oh, that's right. I that's forgot right. about that. Yeah. 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 I would. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm on my second trial. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned a lot. I learned yeah. a lot, yeah. What is the Luther Vandross song? Uh, love can be better, better than ever the second time around. <laughs> so the second time around has yeah, been good for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But back to the be, uh, the well, you live. You actually live that beatitude because of the work that you do. Yeah, but you're, you're oh, sure. Um, you're involved in it on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. And I think the podcast is a little bit of that where we can sort of talk and view our opinions and have others, you know, view uh, their opinions as well. Uh, it's our little, you know, voice of someone maybe listening to this and say, hey, you know, hope not. that makes know. sense to me. Or what the heck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right. Beauty supplies. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny you. But, um, you know, if you have a voice, you know, you can either stay silent or, you know, you can vocalize and, you That's know, right. just express yourself. So. We have hit the one-hour mark. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> we're not over it. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was, I was so hopeful that we were going to get to talk through all of them. <laughs> but we Craig was looking at me. We this don't morning necessarily like, know. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> we did good. Yeah, we all did. Right. Well, I mean, we can keep going. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but um, no, I think we've, I think we've covered an awful lot. I mean, there's, I mean, for those who are reading the Bible, you know, focus on all of the beatitudes. And we've talked about what beatitudes speak to us. But there may be a beatitude that speaks directly to you. Yeah, I definitely thank you for bringing this to the conversation because I definitely feel like I need a lot more um, study and focus on these mm -hmm. verses. I like the fact that you know, like I was saying in the you know in that uh, that prayer uh, hour that they do, at, uh -huh. uh, where they take take it one by one. I think mm -hmm. it's kind of fun because you could look at these and it, you know it's kind of in a way it's like they're in no particular order. No, um, you know, grab on to what you grab on to, you know, if, if, you know, it's not like in an order of most importance. Right. You know, everything here is kind of, you know, inter and interchangeable yeah. with point of view. You can internalize it and say, like, I'm the one who hungers and thirsts or they are. The I one see who, them hungry. I see them oh. hungry. I am I am meek or I see a little I see a meek person and I feel yeah, you there's know, lots of I ways to interpret I them. I feel like there's nothing there yeah. when obviously mm -hmm. I could be very, very wrong. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot more there than appears to be. Yeah. But I like the fact that each one of them says there's a blessing on this. There's a blessing on that. Yeah. There's a there's a spirit bigger than yours that's ready to help you with this situation. Right. Or help you give, give you answers for this confusion. Yeah. This paradox. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, whatever. Jesus mm -hmm. is leading the way. If you if you give your spirit over to the Holy Spirit and embody these beatitudes, yeah. then God will be at, you will have your back. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly right, <laughs> and that's a wonderful uh, thing to know. Yeah. Wonderful thing to know that God's on your side, I, I, and it I, feels I, good to I, me. I, I kind of dig that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. when you are poor in spirit and don't feel like you have anyone on your side. Oh. Right, right. Yeah. Oh. yeah, well, I know that's an that's a warm embrace. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I'm thinking about people. I'm specifically thinking about people in my life right now who yeah. are poor in spirit and are not Christian. And need, mm -hmm. a, need something to hang on to. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad you're there. 
I try. <laughs> I'm glad I try. you're there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I bet you they are too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, should I pray us out? Or you want yeah, to? no, go ahead. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for once again for letting us come and 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 you know dive into your words. Um, we understand that you're putting your blessing on everyone around us. Um, the people who are gathered here, our friends here, who are able to, you know, um, be with each other, enjoy the fellowship, enjoy your word. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for the blessing for all people, people in authority um, who uh, are making decisions that we depend on. We ask your blessing for them as well. Uh, Again, thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen. 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 Find your blessings this week. That's exactly right. Lots and lots of these. So Faith is a podcast open to anyone. Uh, You may not believe it all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which has made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask you to listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook or SoundCloud, and share share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet, social media, and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast, where you're listening to it now, but you can tell your friends on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up iTunes, click on Store. Don't worry, you're not going to buy anything. Go to the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith, and you'll find us. If you use Androids, download the SoundCloud app or just go on SoundCloud.com. Search for us, and you will find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Have a great week.